Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt and I'm the host of this Disney Theme Parks News Podcast. This is episode 39 where we once again bring you another interview with a cast member. Today we're going to be heading down to East Tennessee where we will be speaking with Myrissa. She's going to be talking about her time at uh, working at the Walt Disney World during her Disney College program. Not only did she do it once, but she did it twice. So we'll be diving into the different roles that she had working at the parks and Disney Springs. So her and I had a really great conversation and uh, yeah, we just had a lot of fun. So why don't we just jump right into it and begin this week's episode of the Access Press Podcast. Well, on today's show, we have Myrissa from East Tennessee. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. I can't complain. It's uh, we're, we're back here in the first full week of work, which is a shame. But, I mean, I have Martin <laughs> Luther King Jr. Day off. I don't, I don't know if you do down in, in Tennessee, but... Definitely not. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a new thing at my work, and but it's, it's nice to have an extra day off. So at least next week, uh, we have an, another day off, but... Uh, enough about my days off from work. Um, we're here to talk about you because you were a previous cast member at the Disney Parks, correct? Yes. Perfect. And you were actually a friend of Eric who was on the show. I wish I had the episode number in front of me, which I don't, but he was on the show a few weeks ago talking about his time working at the parks and he recommended for you to be on the show. So thanks for being here today. Thank you. No problem. So. So how I like to usually begin these shows is before we get into how you started working at Disney, I want to know how you kind of were introduced to the Disney parks and how you kind of fell in love with them. Because I, I assume that working at the college program uh, you or applying for it, you have to have some kind of love for the Disney parks. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, no, my earliest remember or memory of going to the parks is I was like three or four years old. My grandparents took me and it was like the best thing ever to me because I'm like I I love Disney everything Disney Disney consumes my life and has since 1994 my earliest memory is because the characters still walked around freely then and so like my earliest memory with a character is actually grumpy from the seven dwarves 
messing up my hair. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, and that's how I got started. And then, so I was like three or four then when my grandparents took me. And I didn't go back until my senior year of high school. And that's when I kind of really learned about the college program and everything. And so I was like, okay, Disney is my life. This is what I want to do. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a big jump from going from 94 until uh, senior in high school. That's actually the first year I went to Disney as well in November of 94. Um, I was six at the time, I believe. So. Um, but so, so in that time between you were a kid and then you were a senior, how... How was, did you still have Disney in your life at, at, uh, at some point? Oh yeah, most definitely. I um, grew up and pretty much all I was allowed to watch and all I actually really wanted to watch was Disney Channel. That's all I wanted. All the Disney movies, like I was super excited about every new one. And like when they started bringing out the princess movies again, you know, it was a really big deal for me because it was like, oh my gosh, there hasn't been a princess movie in years. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah, they, they so, had stopped it for a while, which was unfortunate. Yeah. I think after Mulan, maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they they kind of they kind of died down for a bit. I, well, there was like a weird phase of animation going on because that's when Pixar came about and 3D animation was like the whole yeah. new thing. And then Disney bought Pixar and and so on. But uh, I, yeah, it's good that that we have that back in our cultural in, in oh, our yeah, culture these days. Yeah. Cool. So you said you heard about the the Disney College program in high school. So how did? Because I had, I didn't hear about it in high school. I didn't know about it until college. So how how did you learn about it in high school? Yeah. So um, my grandparents, the fall of my senior year, they're like, okay, we're gonna go to Disney. You know, this is gonna be like one year graduation presents before you graduate high school. It's like awesome. So they took me to Disney. They also took me to Harry Potter World. But, which isn't Disney, but Harry Potter is also still a big thing in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we went to Disney and we were we were in Casey's Corner getting lunch, and Casey's Corner is like one of my favorite places to eat all times at Disney. <laughs> and so the uh, the cast member that was taking her order and everything, my grandfather saw her name tag and said it saw said a college, and my grandfather was like why does your name tag say a college when everybody else's has towns and stuff? And she's like, oh, I'm here on the Disney college program. And I was like, what? Tell <laughs> Mind me blown. more. I was like, this, I'm about to go to college. Like, this is a thing. Like, what? And so she kind of told me a little bit about it. And then, like, I started researching it. And I was like, I told my grandparents, I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this college program. And they're like, no, you're not. No, you're not. Because they're, they're like, that's 13 hours away from home. You're not going to go away from your family for that long. I was like, bet. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, uh, so, so yeah. that's kind of how I got introduced to it. So, yeah. Okay, cool. So, so yeah, then, so then you went to college and then when, when was it, how far into your college uh, career that you, you applied to the Disney program? It was, I applied the fall semester of my sophomore year of college, you know, I, Went all summer preparing for it, like getting prepared for the interview and everything. I was like, I'm going to do it, you know? And then like I was hanging out with some people and everything and they're like, oh, you're not going to get into it. Nobody gets into it from around here, you know? Only the best of the best people get accepted into it. And I'm just like, oh, okay. You're going to prove them wrong. Yeah, it it like it kind of like drug me down. It like made me lose a lot of confidence because I was like, okay, I'm not going to get into this. And so, like, that semester of college was actually kind of a really stressful semester for me. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this and maybe I can get away for for a semester, you know. 
And so the day the applications came out, I was like, boom, I'm putting in my application. I'm sitting in chemistry class putting in this application. <laughs> and then I got my interview that night, and then my phone interview was the next week. And then two weeks after my putting in the application, I was sitting at my friend's apartment, and I was like, oh, I need to check my email for this for, for this class. I was waiting on a professor to email me back. And then the first email I see is, Disney college program and I was like oh oh gosh <laughs> and I was like and then I opened it and I literally screamed jumped up and then hit the ground sobbing the happiest tears of my life and my best friend he was like what is wrong with you and all I got out was Disney <laughs> <laughs> oh that's fantastic that's awesome yeah so 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 nice, yeah. That's that's uh, that's so good that you were accepted in the program. Um, what did so I know people? You, you have to kind of apply to. Um, well, actually, first before I get there, I just want to say that's great that you, you you were still confident in yourself. You applied. You didn't let anyone just drag you down. You you did your own thing and you got accepted, and that's awesome that you proved everyone wrong. So I just want to say yeah. cu- kudos <laughs> to that. So um, cool. So. Uh, what was I going to ask? Oh, yeah. So you always have to choose, like, which roles you might want uh, working there. So what what were, the, like, the top three choices that you had in mind? Well, I really wanted to be a performer because who doesn't want to be a performer at Disney? Like, <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah. And so – and this kind of goes back with how that semester was just so awful for me. The weekend that the auditions were closest to me, which was Middle Tennessee, was like, which was, like, a four-and-a-half-hour drive for me from my college that same weekend I broke my wrist oh no so I couldn't go to to auditions to be a performer so my other choices were like merchandise and um food and beverage because my only other job experience before this was I worked at a pizza place okay and then I also put like character attendant and everything um, and I ended up with food and beverage, which I was like, okay, you know, no big deal. And then I was like, wait, I'm quick service. I'm going to work at my favorite place in the entire world. Casey's corner. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work out that way. Yeah. That's yeah. It's too bad. You can't, uh, like push, push for that. But yeah. Cool. So, so, bef- so you're at, you, you end up getting food and beverage, correct? Yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, before we kind of get into that, um, you were, you were kind of talking before about, how I guess your your grandparents were hesitant of you moving so far away down to Orlando. So how was that transition for you from? Was your college in still in uh, Tennessee? Yeah, my college was only like an hour and fifteen minutes from home, and okay. so I was like going home every other weekend, you know. And I grew up an only child, and so me and my mom had a super close relationship, and so did me and my grandparents. So it was harder for my mom, actually, for the transition than me. Mm-hmm. And it was really rough. And I, there were times where, like, it was just really hard in Florida when I was by myself and didn't have family. Yeah. But I got it, I got through it. So. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, that's never it's never tough to make a big big move like that. It's. It's definitely never never easy. You I mean you're going to a foreign place, you don't know anyone. But I mean, I mean the good thing is is you're surrounded by people that all are all in love with the same exact thing as you. Uh, yeah. So you, you all you already have in, in common with you already have the same thing in common as everyone else. So, um, but cool. So, 
So where did you end up working uh, while you were doing food and beverage? I actually ended up working with Eric at Hollywood Studios. Um, that's how we met and became friends and everything. And he was one of my best friends in that area. Okay. And uh, yeah, we just kind of hit it off like really quick. And so that's where I ended up working in the little quick service food and beverage stations there. Um, the popcorn carts, ice cream, funnel cakes, smoothies, Herbie's cart, then <laughs> Fantasmic. Uh, we, we worked at Fantasmic too, and that was probably one of my favorite locations to work. Yeah, I would imagine just you heard it every night. You, I mean, I don't think you can get really sick of that. So No, definitely not. <laughs> nice. Um, cool. So if I remember correctly from Eric's interview, that was his second internship? Am I remembering? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was right. Yeah. Okay, cool. So how so tell me about um your 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 days in Hollywood Studios. Like how how would your days go? Did you have longer hours, uh evening hours? Like what what was like an average day like for you? It was literally it was not consistent at all. Like one day I'd have a six hour shift and then one day I'd have like a ten hour shift. There was actually one day where I worked oh I opened the park. I came in an hour early to like get stuff ready. I was supposed to leave at like seven o'clock. I ended up getting force extended and then working until two o'clock in the morning because we had so many people call out. Oh, jeez. And then being back at work the next day at eight o'clock in the morning and like having to wait for the buses. So I didn't get back to my apartment till almost 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, it sounds like an average day at Disney. <laughs> yeah, basically. So like it was like it was not consistent at all. So like I always expect the unexpected in that role. Okay. So so working so were you moving around all throughout the park on different on different carts cuz I what are the, like the logistics of like how you get placed because is it like every day you don't know what you're doing uh, or is like like one like Every week you're going to do this, and the next week you do that. Like, how are the log logistics of, like, so, like what's going there on? Would, there would be, like, weeks, like, because you get scheduled in different areas. And it was broke up into, like, the Backlands area, which included lights, motor, action. Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> I've actually, you know what, I've never seen it, and I don't know if I regret not seeing it i mean what did you what did you make of that show so, we're, sorry sidetrack real quick <laughs> i loved it because i love action movies and stuff like that and it was just really fun and everything so and yeah i enjoyed it i yeah. enjoy all the stuff that everybody hates at disney <laughs> <laughs> like all the corny stuff that's my favorite things <laughs> what's what's your favorite corniest thing at disney um probably the carousel of progress Okay. Yeah. I so yeah. I went there with friends a few years ago, and I never been on it, and I fell asleep. <laughs> like I'm sorry yes. to say, but I mean, I go in there just to take a nice twenty minute nap. It's, it's air conditioned. Yeah, you can even stand there longer if you want. They're not going to kick you out. You can just sit no. there. No. <laughs> um, cool. Okay. So sorry. Now I forget what we were talking about. We were talking about oh, yeah. uh, so the shifts and how that works. Yeah, it's broke up into different areas. So there's the backlands area, which included. Like I said, lights, motor, action, and the cart that was there was like the Herbie's cart, and it was painted like Herbie the Love Bug. Oh, okay. And there was the Coke bottle, which everybody hated. Um, oh, why did everyone hate the Coke bottle? Because the register never worked. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. And you would have to do everything manually. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And then, um, let's see, the Oasis Canteen, which was beside the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular show where the funnel cakes were. And the Backlands was kind of like one of my favorite areas to work. 
And then we had the icon area. Well, what, which are the, was, what are the backlands? I'm not familiar with. So the backlands no longer exist okay. um, um, because it's been taken over by Toy Story Land and Star Wars. Okay. What used to be back there? Is that where like the that old uh, Pirates of the, the Caribbean ride was? Ki- not, well, sorry, not Pirates of the Caribbean. That like weird show. Is it near there? Um, the weird show that I can only think of is the Muppets. <laughs> no, there was like some weird, it was another the, pirate show. It was like the tale of Jack Sparrow or something. Yeah, that was kind of where Toy Story Land is now. Okay. All right. And so, like, sorry, what else ago, was back there? Also used to be like the Chronicles of Narnia kind of weird thing. Oh, I do it's remember been, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the Backlot Express was back there like where like they'd show you like behind the scenes how they do like movie tricks and everything and then last motor action and the streets of america was back there and that's also where they did the osborne christmas lights oh gotcha oh yeah okay yeah yeah it was, it's uh, yeah it's been a yeah i don't remember it the last thing i remember it was that was all closed off i think the last time that i can remember yeah. Um, so I don't remember. what. Sorry, actually, what year was this that you were you were actually in the college? It was 2014. My that was the first time I worked there. It was 2014. Okay, gotcha. All right. So sorry. Go on. So yes, about the the carts. Uh, was there anything yeah. else happening? Uh, there was the icon area, which was kind of like surrounding the giant sorcerers had that used to be the icon of the park. Yeah. And so that also included um, hey howdy hey. Um, we're across from the old entrance for Toy Story Midway Mania and like just like the little carts around there and then there was um I think it was Sunset I think that's what it was called and that's like where Tower of Terror Rock and Roller Coaster and all those are and then there was Fantasmic okay nice so it's it's good that you were able to spread around the park you're not like static in one area yeah all the time um so were you able to create like any magical moments for like guests while you were working at the carts? Like was it, were you able to do what was anything special for them? Oh yeah, most definitely. Like my favorite things is like when you got to see a guest with a birthday button and everything, you're like, Hey, I knew you were coming cause Mickey Dunn called me and told me you were coming. So he told me <laughs> to give you this Mickey bar. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And just making fun stuff like that. Um, and there's actually, when I worked in merchandise, there was more magical moments that I can make without giving stuff away. But um, that's a whole different story. Um, well, yeah, well, so we'll get there. Well, yeah, I definitely want to hear. Yeah. That was in your second term, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we'll, we'll yeah, I want to definitely get, get there. Yeah. Um, but with food and beverage, like, it was just basically just, like, giving a free ice cream whenever you, like, felt it was appropriate. Um I think the most I ever did was give away a loaded funnel cake, which had like two different types of ice cream and the funnel cake and chocolate syrup and strawberries and all the works. So how did, how did that guest, uh, what, what made you give that to that guest? Like what was the occasion? Um, it was a couple celebrating their first, I think it was their first wedding anniversary or something like that. And, um, they were just kind of like debating on what to get and everything. I was just like, how about this? Since you want this and you want this, how about I just give you it in the same thing <laughs> on Mickey? And so they literally, they split it right down the middle and they each got what they wanted on it. And it was great. They loved it. Oh, that's, that's awesome. That's really, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, 
Nice. Yeah. It's. Were there any other moments like that that you remember that that stuck out? The not magical moments. Like the one moment that stuck out the most to me was during Star Wars weekends. Um, and this is one of my favorite stories to actually tell. Um, <laughs> I was working one of the popcorn carts during Star Wars weekends, and this was the year and the only year that Mark Hamill a.k.a. Luke Skywalker, came to Star Wars weekends. Mm -hmm. And so we were selling like these Darth Vader popcorn buckets and Stormtrooper drink signs and stuff like this. And this guy comes up and he orders one of each. And I'm like, okay. And I tell him his total, it's like 40 some dollars because this stuff's expensive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I tell him our required language, which is may the force be with you. And he just laughs and says, you too. And the person working the cart with me was like, you you really just made him pay for that. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no. yeah. And he's like, do you not realize who that was? I was like, no. And he's like, that was Mark Hamill. Oh. I was like, I was like who the heck is Mark Hamill? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> because I was just so focused on getting, because there was a line. And I was just like so focused on getting the people through the line that I wasn't even paying attention to who I was meeting. Wow. But yeah. <laughs> and it's just, that's kind of hilarious that you said, may the force be with you to him. Yeah. Oh, that's phenomenal. <laughs> did you ever, did you ever see him again after that or no, that was I it. didn't. And I'm kind of glad I didn't. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Were you working with Eric at the time or was someone else? No, I was working with uh, an international college programmer. Oh, from, okay. I think he was from Spain. Okay. Oh, that's really funny. That's so yeah. great. Um, so when you when you weren't working in the parks, what was like? What's something that you love to do? Because now you have you have all this time working or being at the Disney parks. Uh, what's what's something that you love to do when you weren't working? Um, if I wasn't in my apartment cooking for all of my roommates and friends because I was like the main person who cooked, I was the only person basically who knew how to cook. Oh, really? <laughs> and so like if I wasn't hanging out in the apartment watching movies with them, like we love to watch scary movies. It was hilarious. Um, we were always in the parks. Like we were never not in the parks. Yeah. It's like, what else are you going to do? Right. Yeah, I mean, like, we get in for free. What else am I going to, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it, what was your favorite park to go to when, when um, you were My working? favorite park is and always will be Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom. Nice. Yeah, yeah. definitely grow. I, Animal Kingdom's my favorite now as, as, like, an adult. it's I think it's, like, the best thing ever. I love it. Yeah. Nice. So what yeah. did you, did you do anything in particular? Like, did you, did you have, like, a routine where it's like, all right, I'm gonna go to the magic kingdom i'm going to casey's corner to get a hot dog <laughs> i'm gonna go wow, it's to like you, it's like you know my entire life uh, <laughs> yeah no um every time we went we'd we'd mostly always go to um magic kingdom um and we'd always make it a point to ride uh space mountain that was like space mountain and haunted mansion was like our go-to rides all the time no matter what and we'd always watch wishes also may it rest in peace as well um, yeah. Yeah. have you have you seen the new one since the yes new show? i i do i do love it but nothing will ever replace wishes no it's just there's there's something about the song wishes it just it just it kind of moves me and like yeah I, the happily ever after song just 
like the like the beginning and the end doesn't do much for me. It's just like yeah. I it's I feel like it's it's not special. Like there's nothing special about it. It's yeah. just uh, I mean the, the show itself like the projections are phenomenal. Like those are yeah. super cool. Um the, sorry, go on. The, the thing I love most about Happily Ever After is the fact that it includes a lot of Disney movies that nobody ever thinks of, like The Hunchback of Notre Dame, which is one of my favorite movies. And when it's during the out there scene, it, like no matter what, I always cry. Yeah, no, that's I definitely do enjoy it for that because yeah, it shows all the Disney movies and the projections and. Could have thrown in some Goofy movie clips, but you know, one of these days, Goofy <laughs> yeah. movie will get the recognition it deserves. I know a lot of people. A lot of people are obsessed with that one. I'm. That was never in one of my movies growing up. I remember seeing it as a kid, but. It was a, it was not something I, I really cared for, unfortunately. Goofy was always one of my favorite characters growing up, so I was, I was and still am slightly obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah. Cool. So so how so was there so with this first internship was there anything else you you want to share uh, about any stories or anything that happened? Otherwise, uh, I, I want to know a bit more about your second internship. Yeah, no, the first internship, and you know, um, it was definitely an eye opener because, like I said, I only had one, like one real job experience before it, and it was definitely an eye opener. And I felt like some things could have been better, like especially with like leadership and everything. Um, better than that, the friendships I made, like, like I said, Eric's one of my best friends, and um, I still talk to a lot of people that I worked with my first time around. So it was great. But yeah. Nice. Yeah. I guess my, my, I guess my last question for that is cause I just thought of it of course, but, uh, so you worked with Eric and you're, you're, you became good friends with him. Did you, were you able to work with him often or like how? Oh yeah. Like, we, we worked together quite a bit. Like Phantasmic was like, like the main place that we always work together and we'd work, work a popcorn cart here and there together quite a bit. But yeah, no, Eric was like probably one of the people I worked with the most. Okay. Were you able to like choose the people you work, work with? I wish. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I figured I, not, but I, I thought I'd ask anyway. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, so you're, you're, Inter- first internship uh, internship came to an end. You go back to school. How long was it until you did your second internship? Four years. Four years. So you waited until you finished school. Yeah, I um, I actually had to leave my first college due to some like health reasons and everything. Um, and then like I just started going to school online because I was like, hey, I want to be a wedding planner. I can be a wedding planner at Disney. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. Yeah. Oh, jeez. That is one of the hardest jobs, internships and everything, to get into at Disney. Oh, no kidding, really? Yeah. Like, if you want to be a wedding planner at Disney, be prepared to try to sell your soul. Oh, jeez. <laughs> because it is impossible <laughs> to even, like, get a meet and greet with the people there. No kidding. How, so what, I mean, what's that process like? Like, how, how does that work? Well... I, I went into my second internship with the intentions of being getting into the wedding planning no matter what it took me. Um, and my leaders in my second program were a whole lot better than the first ones. They were actually, they, they cared about your goals and everything and they would help you work to your goals and everything. And 
No matter how hard me and my leaders tried, we could not get me a meet and greet with anybody in the wedding planning department. Oh, geez, that's such a letdown. Yeah, and it, it was, and I was just so, it got me really down. So I was like, okay, I'll just kick it in merchandise, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, that's I mean that's all you can do. I mean, you got to make the best of the moment. Um, uh, I mean, it's, it's good that you put yourself out there as much as you could. Leadership did as much as they could. Uh, it's just unfortunate circumstances, which is quite a bummer, but um, yeah. Yeah. Well, sorry to hear about that because I know that's that's got to be tough. But um, yeah, but you know, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. So tell me. So let's let's speak of happier things. So what were <laughs> so you went to merchandise for your second internship? So where where did you work for for that? I was at actually at Disney Springs, and when I found out I was going to be not going to be in a park, I got really upset. I was like. I don't want to be in Disney Springs. It's lame. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I want to be in the parks where the magic happens and everything. And like, I knew that I could pick up shifts in the parks and everything, but it just wasn't going to be the same. Yeah. But, um, I actually ended up really enjoying it. Um, I worked in, um, the co-op marketplace, um, and trendy and pin traders. Okay. And the co-op marketplace was probably one of my favorite places to work at um, just because you never know what's going to happen in there because things are always changing in there. And I think like one of the biggest things that we have or what that's in the marketplace is now um, Cherry Tree Lane, which is where the, all the vintage dresses are. Oh, and yeah. I, I heard about those. OK, yeah. Yeah. I heard that's and, a really big now. Oh, yeah. It's huge. And so I started working there like not too long after like that had started and everything and so it was constantly popping in there like it was always busy and I loved it but I I'm still on most days I didn't feel like I was ma making magic yeah and so as much as possible I would try to get into the parks I would pick up shifts mainly on Main Street at Magic Kingdom it was one of my favorite places to pick up shifts at, at the confectionery and everything and uh, I picked up quite a bit of shifts in Animal Kingdom, too. And I think the only park I have still yet to work in was Animal Kingdom. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's... Well, I mean, you were saying before that you were able to make magical moments more as working in merchandise. So, mm -hmm. how, so how were you able to create more magical mo moments even though you were in Disney Springs and not the parks? So when you're in merchandise, um, you get to do this fun little thing called pin trading. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I've become obsessed with it myself um, since I did my second program. And, you know, you just have guests come up and, you know, they're looking for certain pins or certain characters or something. And you know that you could have a magical mystery pin hidden somewhere that you know is just right for this person. Um, my favorite magical moment I made was I had a guest and her daughter come in and in the co-op marketplace, there's a third party company um, called Bose Signature Candles and you can go and make your own candles and everything there, they're great, I love them. Um, and they were just 
like 10 minutes too late to be able to come in and make a candle. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and so the the mom, her daughter, was autistic, and that's all she had been wanting to do all day. And they had tried to do it earlier, but it was just so busy that they just couldn't get in to do it. And they had dinner reservations at, I think it was one of the bigger restaurants down there in Disney Springs and everything. So they're like, oh, we'll come back. And then they were just, they barely missed it. And so her daughter was like really upset and the mom was upset. And I was like, I've got to do something to make this better. I just so happened to have gotten earlier that day a exclusive autism awareness Disney pin that we had had years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the rare pins, exclusive pins that you can't find anymore. And I had it. Oh, wow. And I gave it to them. And I, that mom, she just cried and held on to me while she cried. And I was crying. And I was like, oh, this geez. is the most magical thing ever. <laughs> But oh. that's one of my favorite magical moments that I created in merchandise. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, it's always, it's it's always, I've, I've heard so many stories now about kind of similar situations. And it's so good that you guys are able to make the best of, of a situation, um, no matter how hard it is for someone. But nice. That's really neat. That's really, really yeah. cool. Um, so, so while you were working at Disney Springs um, and in your second internship, did you did you venture out and do other things more, uh, maybe outside of Orlando, or did you try new things while you're at the Disney parks? Um, um what, yeah, what, like I think what, like what did you want to make different from this internship compared to the first one? I what I really wanted to do was just grow more like professional wise and I did that like I worked as hard as I could and like I said I really tried getting like those meet and greets for the the wedding planning and it just didn't happen but I also wanted to make my time worth my while because my first program I literally worked myself down Mm -hmm. like I even on my days off I didn't just stay at home and do nothing I was always doing something and also like worked on like friendships and everything and there was one girl I worked with who has now become my best friend in the entire world and um she's from a small town in Michigan and everything and one day we're like okay we're gonna go to the beach and she had never been to the beach and I was like okay we're gonna do this and so we drove all the way down towards Tampa to this place called Anna Maria Island and it was the it is the most beautiful beach I have ever been to. The waters are clear blue and everything and I have a fear of open water so I'm like, uh, there's no way I'm still going to even be able to get in. <laughs> well, my best friend proved me wrong. <laughs> and she got me in the water, but after a while I was like, okay, nope, I can't handle this no more. So I just kind of like went back up on the beach and everything and she was out there playing in the water and dolphins just started swimming up to her. No kidding. Yeah, it was the like seeing her reaction on that was the greatest thing ever. And so I think that's like one of my favorite like non Disney memories from my second program. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. Another one of my favorite memories is we did four parks in one day. Because everybody tries to do that at least once. And let me tell you, it is the hardest thing ever to accomplish at Disney. 
So I know, I know that people do try to do this challenge. Like I, th- I think like veterans of Disney, of, of the, the Disney parks, like people who've been there a long time. Uh, so how did I know people might be curious because I am, but how did you guys? What was your game plan going into that day of doing the four parks one day? Um, well, we started um, by. Um, going to Animal Kingdom because none of us had rode Flight of Passage ever. And so we started by going to Animal Kingdom and getting in line for that. And I think we waited in line for like an hour and 15 minutes. And we got there about 30 minutes before park opened. Wow. And the light wait was already at an hour when we got there. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And so we, we did that at Animal Kingdom and then we went to Magic Kingdom next, I think. I can't remember if we did Epcot or Magic Kingdom next. But I know we did go to Magic Kingdom and we watched Festival of Fantasy. And we ended the night at Hollywood Studios. Okay. Did and you watch? Yeah. No, go ahead. Oh, we watched the Star Wars Spectacular because me and my best friend were were huge Star Wars nerds, and it's a great show. I recommend it to everybody. Yeah, it's really it's really good. Uh, it's gonna be ending in May when the new yeah. show comes. But uh, but yeah, yeah, cool. All right. So, did you guys give yourself like a, a challenge when you went to the parks? Did you ha- like make sure you eat a you ate a snack in each park, or you went on a ride yeah, in each we- park? Yeah, we try to do at least one attraction at each park. I think at Epcot we did. I can't remember if we did Frozen or Figment. Okay. I think it was Figment. Yeah, it was Figment. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's definitely the the lesser of wait times, I would imagine, to save <laughs> yourself act- some time. Actually, I saw it at um, an hour and fifteen minutes during this last time. Really. Yeah, and I was like, I have never seen Figment over 30 was it, minutes. Was it Christmas Day or something? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually the 4th of July. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so it's still yeah. pretty busy. Nice. Yeah. Uh, cool. So we have about like less than like five minutes or so. So so after the college program, I assume that it sounded like it just ended recently. Did you, did you just finish it this past year? Uh, yeah, I finished it in August, and actually the the candle company that I had mentioned earlier that was in the co-op actually went to go work for them for oh, a little so while. Cool. Yeah, so I worked for third party for a little while, and then there's just something in my heart telling me to go home. Okay. And I was like, okay, I'm going home. Figured out it was probably one of the best things that happened to me was moving back home. Um... So I moved back home at the end of September, and here I am back in East Tennessee. Awesome. Well, it's, I'm glad to hear that, that uh, you, you made that move. Um, do, do you plan on trying to continue to work for Disney at some point or venture out, or are you are just going to kind of play life as it comes to you for the time being? Um, what I would like to do if I don't finish my college degree in history education um, which I probably eventually will do. Um, I'm not too far away from Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, which is where Dolly Parton is from. Um, and so that's a big touristy area. And so I'd either like to go work at Dollywood, which is another theme park, or there's actually a Disney store in Pigeon Forge, and I would, would like to go work there again and get my Disney perks back. <laughs> nice. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, well that's great. Um, 
the the last question I do want to ask. Um, actually, before I do that, was there was there anything that I, you I might not have asked, or something you want to mention on the show that happened at your your at any of your internships, or if there's any advice to any other people that are that are looking to go into the Disney College program? If anyone plans on applying, don't be discouraged. Like, you you hear people telling you, you can't do it, you can't get into it, you won't be able to succeed, you won't, you know, you, you won't get in, you know, because, you know, Eric, he applied multiple times, and but he finally got in. Um, people say you won't get nowhere in life working at Disney. One of my coordinators from my first program is now a, a leader at the Cinderella's table in the Magic Kingdom. He's a manager there now. Wow, that's great. And he started out as a lifeguard college programmer at Titan Lagoon. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. So, I mean, you it, the saying that you won't get nowhere working for Disney is a complete and total lie. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with that. You should never let anyone get you down and those are the people that are gonna go nowhere in life <laughs> i mean exactly yeah <laughs> basically so well thank you thank you for that advice we appreciate that you're very welcome yeah um so you'll probably know since you've listened to past episodes you'll probably know what my next question will be is um i always end the shows with asking what is your favorite uh disney parks background music because i always like to play it throughout the episode um, so is there any Disney music that uh, is special to you? I'm not going to lie, because it is my home park, Hollywood Studios, the Sunset Boulevard, the jazz loop is okay. my favorite. I love it. I love jazz music, like that old-timey feeling. just love everything about it, the vintageness of it and everything. Nice. So, no, I yeah. agree. I do, I do love that loop. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, hey, this is this has been great. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I hope you had some fun today. I, I did. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. No problem. I hope it was. Uh, it's always fun reminiscing about Disney, and uh, it's yeah. I just really wish I could have gone, done the college program. So it's a shame I never got a chance. Yeah. Um, no, it was definitely two of the best nine months of my life. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, um, and I hope you have a great All right. Well, thank you, Myrissa, for coming on the show this week. It was such a pleasure speaking with you. We learned a lot about what you did at the, the working at Hollywood Studios and Disney Springs and uh, about just how kind of tough it is it can be to try to get into the door at Disney. But you, you can never give up. You just got to keep pushing forward and uh, just don't let anything get in your way. Um, and we were talking about in the episode her friend, uh, she's friends with Eric, who is actually on episode 29. So if you haven't listened to Eric's episode yet, you can go back and listen to episode 29, where he spoke about his time working at Hollywood Studios. But that's not all he worked at as well. That was his second internship, like we mentioned on the show. So again, Myrissa, one more time, thank you so much. Uh, so yeah, that's good. that's about going to wrap it up for this episode. And if you want to be on the show, if you were a previous cast member, uh, reach out. 
We would love to have you on the show. We'll schedule an interview. Uh, and there's many different ways you can get in contact with me. Uh, and yeah, we'll just uh, we'll pencil you in for a future date. Um, but yeah, the easiest way to find me, you can find me at excesspresspodcast.com. Uh, if you're not following me on social media already, uh, you can find me at Excess Press Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, you can also shoot me an email over at excesspresspodcast.com. Sorry, excesspresspodcast at gmail.com. Um, and if anyone wants to reach out to me, send me any questions and tips for any of the new shows, you're more than welcome to. I'd love to get your feedback and comments and, and anything like that. So. Um, but yeah, if you guys are not subscribing already, please do so. Uh, it'll really help out the show. If you also leave a review, uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, and many other major podcast platforms. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage. <laughs>